Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Eric Barry. Hello. Hello. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. It's been quite the the journey to get you to this, to get us to this point. Let's not put it all on you, but I'd say it's pretty much your fault. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're you you bring chaos with you. I guess so. Like I like to think that I that's not my aim. It's not your aim. But you know, like people who say, like, uh, like I hate drama, and like the most dramatic people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, hope just, I, I hope I'm not that person. I say I hate drama. I don't. But I just know that I'm so dramatic that I fucking I embrace it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just perfect. Like, like the first time we tried to have you, like, I tried to get you here. It's just like the breaking communication was beautiful, and then it was like this time, and then ah, oh, and then ah, oh, and then yeah, we've synced up in our in our. And our filthy lifestyles yes. to make today happen. It's yes. So great. How much sleep have you had? I I think two hours, maybe. Mm. Not good quality sleep. Mm. Like minor alcohol withdrawal. Can you know? <laughs> yeah. I've got beer if you want. No, uh, I think um, I'm gonna try to stay sober for the next few hours. <laughs> yeah, me too. Although, why? That's the question. Yeah. Do you have shows tonight? I do. I have a show tonight. I'm more concerned about missing my flight tomorrow. I think that's a valid concern for yeah. you, Eric. Yeah. yeah. What time is it? Uh, it's at 12.15 in the afternoon. I'd say double check. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's to the States? You're going back to the that's States? That's to London. That's to London. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been. I'm going there. Oh, uh, I go to London on Thursday. We'll be in London together. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I have had a nightmare of a time trying to figure out how to book shows there. It's not fun, actually. London, yeah, the bigger the city, the harder it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I isn't like the more established. Um, did you get a spot somewhere? I think I have two over the course of six days. Damn. But a lot of a lot of the shows that I message, like they're at the Fringe right now. Yes, so yeah, the bookers are at the Fringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, like they, had, I don't know if like they you saw that like Excel spreadsheet or whatever that Google Doc of like. Mm. Uh, a to Z, whatever. And I spent three hours and just got to like the letter C. Like there's so many fucking places. Yeah, that... yeah. I remember that spreadsheet and I haven't looked at it because I just go directly to asking the people that I know on the scene. Right. What, who, where should I play, do you think? Right. And who should I contact? Right. Lazy, but, yeah. but efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you playing? Are you playing anywhere on Friday? I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I'm playing at Comedy Cabin. If anyone is in London and wants to come, uh, I will be playing at Comedy Cabin. I'm so excited. Got a 10-minute spot on Friday. It was the only nice. night I could do, so it was perfect. Nice. Yeah. And you got accommodation? Uh, I have a hostel. Great. I've lived a fair portion of the last two years of my life out of a backpack in hostels. Yeah. Okay. All right, I did want to talk about you um, having sex with someone that you shouldn't theoretically be having sex with. Which one? Exactly. <laughs> but I'm also interested in your in your story around like how long you've been like you based where in the state like where is home in the states? Home was San Francisco, but that hasn't been the case since like 2014. Okay, and then Chicago, since? then New York, then all over Europe. Chicago, and you were doing comedy in Chicago and New York? Uh, Chicago, like, kind of, um, I broke my jaw in Chicago. Too much, too much. <laughs> I slipped on the ice. I'd never lived in snow before on St. Patrick's Day where there may have been some drinking. And uh, Oh, you broke your jaw. <laughs> this is a metal plate in my chin here. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 
That must yeah. have been horrific. Yeah, I was conscious for the whole thing. Like, I didn't... <laughs> it was. It didn't you were feel so good. drunk. It didn't feel good. Oh, okay. Yeah, these are two thick but teeth. You didn't get knocked out. Wow. No, no. But uh, my point in that was that, um, you know, having my jaw wired shut for two months um, kind of took me out of the stand-up comedy game. Wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, Your jaw was wired shut. Yeah. I actually, I had a podcast and I would podcast like this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is interesting, yeah. Eric. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Two months. Yeah. I, I lost l- a lot of weight. It's a really great diet when you can't fit food, food into your mouth. So you could just drink through a straw, I assume. Yeah. I would lots of smoothies and then you get like canned Indian food and put it in a blender. So you have a little bit of salty. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, uh, <laughs> that's bleak. Like Indian food is delicious, you know. But um, but that's a uh, wow. Yeah, you you know, you don't know what living is till you've had chicken tikka masala through a straw. That's so gross. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I like how instead of that being an opportunity for you to shut the fuck up, you decided to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, but I pivoted from there. I was like, you know, maybe stand up's not like the healthiest um, scene for me. Uh-huh. And so I did the Chicago thing and like started doing like improv and sketch. Um, okay, so you thought improv and sketch would be healthier? They, I think that the people are a little bit more balanced in there. They're they're used to like working with other people and like helping each other out on stage, and it's not so competitive. Um, and people don't like the audience doesn't judge improvisers the way they judge stand up comedians. For sure, because of what they're doing, it's a very different thing. Yeah. Uh, but interesting. Okay. But like, there are some. I think imp- you could say that about improvisers because also there's very there are very few f- fewer there are way fewer improvisers that are really doing it as a full time job aspiration yeah. kind of thing yeah because like what what are you gonna do like get the only Netflix special where you're an improviser right right you yeah. end up teaching improv you teach you imp- it's a hobby yeah it's a hobby yeah so naturally yeah so there's gonna you know they're gonna have a bit more of a balanced lifestyle I guess. But there are, there are people that are not as mentally unwell in stand-up as I, know, I, others. I, right, right. I don't tend to attract those kind of people. But Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. They're not so interesting, are they? Or, no, like, I've got those friends. I, I, like, I think I'm relatively... <laughs> I think I'm relatively stable, but I'm also crazy. But, like, I'm quite right. stable for crazy. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't know each other that well. We don't. We gotten to see those sides of you yeah no you haven't you just seen me on the on the come down from a bit of a, a party time yeah not feeling that sharp this morning yeah it's not this one it's like 4 p.m <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned as soon as you came over you were like oh i did the show last night i was like oh yeah because it's saturday and it's like it's monday it's tuesday yeah <clears throat> together together um, okay, so then Chicago, mouth uh, sewn shut, two months, moved into improv, and then... And then, so I was in Chicago for four years, then uh, went to New York for three years, started to kind of get back into stand-up there, uh, then the pandemic hit, and um, it really wasn't until I, the first time, tried to move to Berlin that I like fully re-engaged with stand-up, and mm. it was, the scene is so different here, like vibe-wise, uh, in a way that I like, um, that it kind of motivated me to like, okay, let's get back into this. Hmm. Yeah. Why do you say tried to move to Berlin? How come you haven't succeeded in moving I to Berlin? I know. I um, have not been able to get housing as an issue. 
I think a well-known thing for most people, uh, but also getting like a EU visa. Yeah, that's not easy. Yeah, uh, and a job that would uh, sponsor my visa. So <clears throat> I blew through like $40,000 in retirement savings trying to move here in the last two years. <laughs> You're, yeah, you've, you've got, there's a lot in there, Eric. Like, you've got so many kind of like, oh, <laughs> unfortunate things happening uh-huh. around you. Not just broken iPhones and um, broken jaws. Broken jaws and laptops with water spilt on them and yeah. being mugged in Lisbon. Twice. And twice. What is happening? How are you? How is all this stuff happening around you? Like, like what's? I have a theory. I don't know if it's true or not because, like, I tend to attract. Like, literally last night, two dudes tried to fight me, and I think maybe because I'm not easily put into a box that makes people uncomfortable, and they're not sure what to do with me, and it annoys them and incites anger in them. Interesting. It's could. I mean, I don't know. Like. Literally, it was at Bayeslevinchen last night. Well, that, that kind then, of... But dude, like, I think most people could almost get into fights at Shlevinchen. Yeah. Uh, first dude was like, in, like, made me play foosball with him. That's <laughs> so Shlevinchen. And then, like, got angry at me, like, because he was, like, just being an asshole to me. And I was like, dude, what the... F-? Like, and then he got mad that I was, like, roasting him back. And then... Just a random dude outside said... That's that, not uh, okay. <laughs> I even booked someone else for the podcast because okay, I didn't believe that you were... Great. Good to feel loved. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm giving up potentially having sex with a woman right now. Yeah. To, okay, you, to be here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be done quickly. She right? literally <laughs> asked if she could come over. I was like, to here. I was like, I don't know Anna that well. She's like, I just want to listen. I'm like, meh. Okay, she's got boundary issues. I, uh, <laughs> and she's the one that's... Can we talk about... Do you feel comfortable talking yeah, in detail? I, I do. Okay, great. Wonderful. I'm, <laughs> that's, my, that's my approach with all topics. Uh, good. Uh, so she has a boyfriend. They're in an open relationship. They're in an open relationship. We met in Lisbon. He was back in Germany. And uh, you know when like, there's someone... like They're not even particularly like physically attractive but there's just some sort of like pheromone like energy kind of thing it's good that she's not here huh uh, <laughs> no i mean she's a no she's she's a very pretty pretty young woman she's not that attracted to her physically no, but I, you know just like she's it's a smell i'm also like I, um, that's the only way i can understand it she smells funny uh, <laughs> no she's a very she's very very pretty but there's something very compelling about her mm-hmm. and uh, and she's kind of an asshole and I don't think that's the compelling thing. It's like in I, spite oh, of her. Yeah? I think it's in sure. spite of her being an asshole. Like, yeah, there's just something. Mm. And, so, and I think she feels kind of the same way about me. So, like, yeah, her boyfriend, I think she got into me enough that the boyfriend was like, I don't want you to see that guy anymore. Yeah. And that was the end of it. And then, like, got a late night message, text, you know. And mm-hmm. um, she said, like, can I be explicit on this? Okay. Oh, dude, please. Okay. That's like, what I hope for. Yes, please. She's, like, me. very strict about, you know, condom usage. Uh, but, like, the night before she was leaving, she... Oh, this is one of the best nights of my life, like, sex-wise. So I started... I stopped giving a shit when I knew I was leaving Lisbon, and I just started... Uh, I'm wondering how much of an asshole this is going to make me sound like. But I just started, like, any, like, woman that would follow me on Instagram, I'm like, I would just message them and be like do you want to get a drink? And like 
all of them said yes. Wow. Yeah. And so I had to start like calendaring out like, and so. You had to use a calendar, app, I had Eric. A, is that what you had to do? Had, you had no, to no, organize had your a, schedule. But I had a date. I had a I had a date at a comedy show, and this woman, uh, I guess you could say a fan. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah, but like call it a fan. Um, her, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she decided. So she came to the show, and then this other girl was like leaving. Elizabeth, I was like, I can't see you. I have this other date tonight, and uh, she was. The, the girl one was like, I'm going to go home. I was like, oh, fuck. I get to, you know, it's not working. And she's like, no, I want you to come with me. But in the interim of her saying she was going to go home, I messaged girl two and was like, I'm free. But, yeah. yeah. But so I go over to girl one's house and uh, she straight up says, like out of the gate, she's like, you know, you're going to come in my ass. Right. Wow. Yeah. And that is a strong starting line. Like- I have never, I've come in asses with condoms but i've never like raw dogged came in a girl's ass because that's dangerous you don't usually do anal sex without a condom that terrifies well, <laughs> that terrifies me yeah it, but, so, so so i knew that like she also meant like right the implication was like condomless and so but also coming in the ass okay is also not ideal i think with what happens <laughs> inside uh-huh um i mean it's not really what i'm not dealing with it <laughs> but uh, it, it's I just wanted to give her what she wanted, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, but you said the implication was that you would be using condoms. Would not be using. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happens, and then she's like, "We, uh, I have insane roommates that like we have to be super quiet, so you I, you can't actually stay over." So now it's like two, three in the morning, and I go back to text girl number two, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm free now," and then. A bit doggy, but I would but, also do it if I, yeah. But she, I mean, she knew I was on this date or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, we hung out and then she, and she was always strict about condom usage and she, but I guess cause it was her last night or something. I don't fucking know. She was like, uh, you're going to come inside of me. Two in one night. And I've never <clears throat> like double backed like that. <laughs> I don't back. think double decker. I don't know. <laughs> like I've never... <laughs> But, um, you know, like people are like, oh, you're just having sex for validation. And it's like, yes. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. How, like, is there some, is that so wrong? Like, like how, why else? how could that not be like a feather in my cap? You know? Absolutely. Like doing, doing two in one day, like, as in like having, you know, a couple of hours in between. It makes you feel pretty good about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so you came in her asshole, and then you came in another woman's vagina within a space of hours. Correct. How like like did you wash pretty solidly? I mean, <laughs> like the the vagina self cleansing anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you guys have your pH thing that set is up. Like, not. There's, there's. I think that was part of the the hotness, like. For girl two is like how uh, filthy I am. Okay, did she know what happened with girl one? She knew I was with girl one. I don't know if she knew like which orifices were involved. So you didn't mention that, but I I don't know if that came up. Okay, okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You know that's fair. I respect that. Bacterial vaginosis is fun to you know learn about and. 
Yeah. Is that something that she needed to talk to <laughs> no, you about no, later? No. 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 Okay. The vagina is self-cleansing. That's why I don't wash my dick. Like I love. <laughs> it's so gross, and not okay. And uh, for any listeners who are confused, that absolutely isn't good science. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like you should also not like double dip. You know, like ask the pussy is never. I'm for sure, but I also had a woman who like specifically requested like separate time or whatever yeah but she and I, and I was like i don't know like this is, could lead to one of three well it could lead to a lot of things but like the three big yeast infection bv and the other one hiv no <laughs> there's some other like vagina specific oh vagina uh, okay thing oh, oh no, UTI. I thought you were talking, uti uti yeah yeah. I, oh, yeah 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 but also just like um i think hmm i wonder no i think i think you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah those would be the only real risks aside from like you can i'm can you give someone hiv through vaginal sex yes 100 percent. 100 percent, right yeah but is, is it only if there's a wound like no. there's like it's uh so the I reason it was just blood to blood no there's actually um so blood has the highest concentration then semen then i think breast milk then like vaginal secretions saliva which is like nothing yeah saliva is like nothing i know yeah i knew that uh, but semen has quite a high content of the hiv like the it does and that's why like in the gay community and the male gay community there's so much hiv because the anal tearing is like little fissures yeah, are, like, yeah very yeah. easy and it's usually like overwhelmingly the recipient who gets it so yeah. like uh similarly with men and women like the the guy is much less likely to get it from having sex with a woman with HIV yeah. than a man with HIV giving it to a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I still understood, like, it's... Yeah, I like, the rates of women contracting it from semen in their vagina, it's lower, right? I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's true. Like, there's, like, a there was an epidemic of, uh, of HIV in, like, the uh, black female population in the U.S. Uh-huh. Because there's... Uh, sorry to get so serious, but, like, there's, like... No, this is interesting. There's, a, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of um, homophobia that can run along some of, like, the black community in the U.S. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of dudes who were gay, but, like, on the DL. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, and then going back to their girlfriends and giving it to them. Yeah. Um, that's rough yeah that's really rough that would that would be a shitty way to get hiv yeah yeah um but now you know you just take a pill every day yeah it's totally yeah what i loved i was talking about this with um with a comedian yesterday uh talking about how the last time i got tested uh which was like, like two months ago which was the first time since april 2020 yeah um i uh the guy was so lovely like i was sure i had everything (laughs) and he was like look i didn't have any symptoms but i was just like i've been so like there've been so many moments where it's like anna jesus christ so i um yeah he, he was so reassuring he was like look everything that you have or might have can be treated here we can treat everything here and it was so reassuring but i think it's also badly, um, you know, when it, like, you, now you're like, oh, everything's treatable. <laughs> right, right. And it's not making me say, like, I, I would almost prefer, it would almost be more effective for a doctor to be like, you are lucky, you are alive, and you need to, always, like, you, condoms forever. And I'll be like, yes. But instead of this, like, everything, everything that you might could have is treatable here. It's like. Yeah, yeah. I'm so much more scared of getting a girl pregnant than catching, like, an STD because 
most of them you just pop a pill for a couple of weeks. Yeah, most. yeah. How many different STDs have you had, Eric? I've only had that I know of. I don't know. I've only. I've, I'm very meticulous about getting tested. Um, yeah. I've only had one, and it was fucking terrifying. Um, which was I went in because I'm so pasty and white for like a skin cancer check at the dermatologist, and you know how like dicks have like like where the hair follicles are near the base and it's kind of mm. uh for lack of a better word like looks like not pimply but like there's little like anyway yeah there's a texture there there's a there's a te- <laughs> um yeah i it everything looked normal to me and then he was like uh uh what's the name i can't think what's the not herpes the other one uh not it was herpes. a wart. It was a wart. wart. Yeah, and like it didn't warts. look like, you know, when I think of a wart, like I think of like some fucking hilly mountainous thing on some lady's face. Yeah. It well, was they the, just like little guys on people's like, It was the tiniest, like the tiniest pinprick of like a dot. And he's like, oh yeah, that's a wart. I was like, what? And I was, and then he had like burned it off and that wasn't fun. Oof. And uh, he's like, you're actually really lucky because like this is one of the small, like it's one. Yeah. And it's so small. And he's like, basically... Um, more or less you'll develop like an immunity to it yeah um because uh i don't know were you vaccinated for hpv yeah okay so i was of the age i'm 36 where they actually didn't approve it for men at first Mm -hmm. they're like ah it's just women that need to get this even though we can pass it on to you guys dumb but yes yeah and i mean now they give it to everybody but uh so then i got vaccinated like after the fact so i'm kind of like immune to warts but like there's never any like outbreak that happened again but no, I've never gotten anything else miraculously somehow. That's incredible. Yeah. I've had more STDs than you. <laughs> you know, badge of honor, I suppose. Oh. How old are you? 36. Okay, and you're one year older than me. Oh, hold on. Did you turn 36 this year? I did. You're an 86? No, I'm an 85. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I turned 36 this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're a year older than me and you've had, you, you haven't had chlamydia. That's amazing. That's the only STD I've had. Yeah. How's that? How does that uh, go? Um, look, I think I really just had it for like three years, and I thought I treated it, but I hadn't. And so then I tested positive over a course of like, like, yeah, tested po- Maybe I've had it a couple of times, <laughs> and yeah, I te- three years <laughs> seems like that could get a little out of control if it well, was the, the, on- the symptoms. Well, well, okay, so with. Chlamydia, the, the, the symptom that made me go and get checked was that um, I had sex and then I bled like, uh, like, uh, like hymen breaking, step, like bleeding. And yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm not menstruating. Yeah. And, uh, and so then I got tested and boom, chlamydia, yes. Um, but then actually before that, that was after my, no, that was before my ex-husband. Yeah. So it was with um, this Italian fitness advisor that I was like, oh, we have chlamydia. Like... I was like, have you ever been tested? He's like, yes, I've done all the tests. I'm like, so have you been tested for chlamydia? He's like, what's chlamydia? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, fuck. So I got chlamydia with him. And then I think I, like, I I guess I thought I treated it. Um, But I'm not sure if back then we did the second test to make sure it was gone. Because that's the other thing you have to do. And so maybe I just kept the chlamydia, gave it to my husband. And then, uh, but I stopped, like, I wasn't bleeding anymore with sex. So the symptoms wasn't there so I thought I it was fine and then tested positive when I was with my husband and then we treated ourselves but then I know that we also had unsafe sex whilst we were being treated 
like because okay so the doctor was like so you can't have sex for the next seven days so what do we do we had anal sex like that wasn't <laughs> like that wasn't gonna transmit it yeah and they also didn't tell us like oral sex as well that was only something i discovered in berlin so um yeah and so then i think i then maybe like maybe i got treated but then again i got i tested um positive in berlin uh like my first year here yeah so it could have been the same infection right. across like across two years or i i got it again yeah chlamydia like <clears throat> it's it doesn't sound as bad as some of the like like gonorrhea sounds sounds so bad yeah just to say that you've had gonorrhea is like like it makes you feel like like you're you know a curbside dusty tramp you know uh-huh like, whore i mean <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I mean he talked he talked about it on my podcast so I think it's fair game to talk about but like like have you heard Rob's story about getting gonorrhea the throat? I think he just had tonsillitis though really yes I don't know that's what I was worried last week I was like do I have gonorrhea or do I have tonsillitis yeah yeah <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he just had tonsillitis yeah, yeah. okay he he was because he said he, he got, was like, convinced that motherfucker he said he got like brutally like throat fucked like by a guy from Grinder yeah. I got like that happened to me. I had tonsillitis. Yeah. It wasn't gonorrhea. Yeah. Because gonorrhea is like, uh, I read, I, I was reading all the symptoms. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Gonorrhea is like uh, itchy and um, itchy and like aggravated, whereas like tonsillitis is just inflamed. Yeah. And okay. I don't know. Yeah. I think he, I think Rob, Rob admitted that he thinks it was just tonsillitis okay. in the end. Okay. He didn't really get gonorrhea. Like he hasn't got that gay badge of honor yet. Right. But gonorrhea of the, of the throat. I remember hearing about that when, you remember ER, the, the show? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I was like nine and there was a, an episode where um, a woman, yeah, had gonorrhea of the throat. Yeah. It's not like calm. It's not easier to get. Like you can get gonorrhea anywhere. You can get like gonorrhea of the shoulder. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, that's why when people talk about like, I'm not saying like I'm not advocating despite everything I've said on this, uh, for having condomless sex, but people speak about condoms as though like that's an all inclusive protective thing, and, and it's, it's not. Like, no, because oral sex you can yeah. transmit everything with oral sex except HIV. Yeah, but you can get uh, yeah you can get herpes on your ball sack like whatever like Absolutely. all that stuff. Also, yeah. yeah, 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 herpes on your ball sack. You know? <laughs> It's a good, just a good, had a good ring to it. Sure. Herpes is the one that scares me the most, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Whenever get I get like a little pimple, yeah. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. and like, and it's just like constantly on my mind. I'm like, do I have herpes? Do I have herpes? Like the number of times I've like opened my browser private, like private, and been like yeah. genital, and like, yeah, oh, it's definitely just a pimple. It's de- and you know, and then it goes away, and it's like, of course it was just a pimple, right? You know? But it's like it gets me very stressed, right? When you do the private browsing thing, yeah. is the fear that someone will someday be on your phone and it'll like auto-populate? Yep. Auto-complete the, yeah, okay. Or that like, I forget to close the page and right. someone opens it and they're like, genital, <laughs> oh right. no, Anna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't want anyone knowing, yeah, except all of the people that listen to my podcast, that I search and worry about having genital herpes. Right. Yeah. I started doing the private browsing thing just out of par- excuse me paranoia, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the- what do you private privately browse? Just my fucked up porn selection. Oh, all right. I mean, so the so how fucked up is your porn selection? So there's things that like I enjoy 
uh, I enjoy because of their fucked upness. I don't enjoy the thing. I enjoy the fucked upness of it. So, for instance, like I'm when not, you say enjoy, that means like it makes you hot and excited. I, but in in the porn context, like yeah. I don't think I would ever want to be in the same room as any kind of like scat play that's happening. But you said scat play. I go through the thing like like once every year or in a half. No shame. No, no, no I'm not. I'm not. I have no shame about it. But it's like, <laughs> but like, or like the other day, like I googled like uh like midget porn. Oh yeah. And like, but that's that's not fucked up. But then once I get over, well, I've also like you know like amputee porn. Where they yeah. use the stump. That's always what I'm interested. Uh, in. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Like nature's dildo. Right. Because um, the penis isn't nature's dildo. Yeah, <clears throat> I. But I'm not into those things. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd. Nothing against whatever, but I don't think I'd particularly be into some of those like types you would, of. You wouldn't seek out actual sex with these. I don't think so. Um, but you know, enough drugs and alcohol, like. Totally, yeah. and it's also like I'll oh, tick that off the off the list. You're I didn't right, know I had. Right, right. Um, yeah, but it's so I'll just cycle through like weird fucked up stuff and mm. once i go through a couple days of that i'm like eh, i'm not into it anymore because it's it's not hot anymore because i've demystified the mm-hmm. whole thing and You've then i go away from it for like a year and then i'll come back to it specifically midgets i mean i'm sp- just little, little people what is the f- little, little people little, little people little people amputees. which sounds so much more demeaning to me but i like, hate it yeah like, i don't get it i think midgets got strength um <laughs> uh okay and scat uh yeah i've seen some scat stuff where i'm like oh yeah like i think if you have enough anal you're like i'm it's not gonna... into scat but it's right. like i think there's something um empower i'm always talking about anal i don't have anal sex that much um but like i think there's something if there's like shit in the porn that's like it's accepting the fact that that's part of the body and part of that sure. it can be sometimes part of the act sure by accident I, I think I think that's a like anal sex is a perfect example. Like it doesn't feel better than for as a dude. It doesn't feel better. Who's, excuse me. Who's giving? It doesn't feel better than vaginal sex. It's the fact that like because yes, it's like tighter going in, but then once you're inside there, it's all loosey goosey. Yeah, it's like, just like it's, a ring, exactly. It's the idea that you're not supposed to do it that awesome. makes it hot. But there's also the tightness, and there are also like you can be hitting spots within the rectum a bit. Like, there can be some contact with yeah. some, some walls. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you hope you're not running into too much in there. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> I'm not, like... I'm talking, like, like the body, not the... Uh, not the... Last night's taco salad. <laughs> <laughs> taco salad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you don't want to be running into anything that's not part of the structure. Right. Yeah. Right. But same with like the ass to mouth and ass to pussy thing. Like, yeah, that it's it's the idea that you're not supposed, supposed to be to. doing it. That, totally, that, that makes it hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, it's not better. Like, I know a lot of guys who are like, I don't. I much prefer vaginal because it's yeah, like there's 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 contact the whole way. Right, right. And uh, yeah, more stimulating. Yeah. But um, but hold on. So uh, we've danced around a few things. So uh, I'm not sure we go back to your this woman and talking about. Um, hold on. No, because then we talked about uh, the, that one bang, bang. Ah, yeah. You talked about the <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the two hits, the double decker. Yeah. Um, you brought that up because that connects to this person who wants to have sex with you today or 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, without maybe being too revealing. Yeah, about, exactly. But yes, uh, th- that opportunity has arisen. Um, yeah. And okay, so cheating. So okay, you talked a bit about um, before we started recording your ideas of monogamy right. and yeah. So what's like yeah, where you at on that stuff? So uh, I I used to have a podcast like before everybody had one like in 2012 and uh, about sex and dating and was uh, that when your jaw was uh, during part of that period? Yeah, um, and uh, so I would interview porn stars, sex workers, sexologists, like therapists. Uh, some biologists like so over the course of the four and a half years I had it um, I was interviewing lots of not like ethically non-monogamous people yep um, of which I was not I was just monogamous like I'd never cheated on anybody before but through talking to them like every week I ended up being like wow they're making great points and I like mm-hmm. started to uh, embrace that as a philosophy mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think uh I don't know. I mean, if you look at the statistics of marriage and relationships and cheating or whatever, it's like monogamy is clearly not working for most people. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we keep trying to adhere to it, but yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I think I haven't been in a monogamous relationship since like 2013, something like that. Interesting. Yeah. That's impressive. I like when I moved to Berlin, I was like. Because my marriage had been open in in some in certain ways, yeah, and um, and I had no intention of ever having a monogamous relationship again. But then, you know, you're in Berlin and you have this idea that people are progressive and um, or you know open minded in that in those directions, and then you find yourself meeting a lot of people that are actually quite conservative, and they've moved to Berlin for different reasons mm. than you have, mm-hmm. and uh, and then boom, I was in another monogamous relationship, and then boom, I you know cheated on <laughs> I haven't cheated on all my partners and I and I you know and when I had the open relationship there was zero cheating because we were having sex with other people and I yeah and my very first boyfriend I didn't cheat on him and there was another boyfriend that I didn't cheat on yeah I've had long relationships where I didn't cheat but then I have cheated in other yeah. ones you know so uh, I tend to I really want to read Sex at Dawn. Have you read it? I have not. Yeah, I really want to read that just to kind of like bolster my understanding and the sort of, yeah, like the, you know, jealousy and stuff. Like how, what's your ideal setup for an open relationship, like for a relationship then? How how do you negotiate the ethics of the non-monogamy? I I don't... I'm going to get water. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I fully know the answer to that. Um, I think jealousy is kind of a natural part of just existing in the world um so it's not like in the open relationship thing that like people like oh so like you you felt great when you found out she was banging so it's like no i didn't feel great but like i felt better that i was also then able to go (laughs) like bang some other chick and like uh and that at the end of the day we could come together and love each other and and support each other Mm -hmm. thank you um yeah, I mean, I think it's like the best solution, like the best uh, alternative to whatever, and, uh, cheating, lying. How do you protect, um, how do you negotiate the, the sort of, jealousy is natural, but there's ways to make it less painful, I think. So it's like, it's it's the, do you tell each other who you're banging? Do you tell each other 
nothing do you tell each like what like how do you manage the 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 discomfort of the jealousy right i think it depends on the individual but mm. from uh i don't know and i don't have enough experience to be honest with like i don't get in relationships very often um but so it's always like this kind of loose kind of dating thing yeah um there are people there's times when i've wanted to like know everything uh, usually it's like my other partner that doesn't want to know so much. It's like don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I if ha- they, but if you ask, you tell. If they ask, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we barely know each other, and I couldn't wait to tell you about these two. Back to like, yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah. I mean, I, I love talking about sex, and um, but I mean, like, um, like you haven't had a dynamic where they're like, I don't want to know, even if I ask, you don't tell me. I kind of had that in my last um, kind of relationship here, mm-hmm. um, and it was weird because she was fine, like I was fine, fine hearing about her stories, uh, mm-hmm. but then she didn't want to know about mine. So she would like, you know, like li- like literally. I remember calling her um, and hearing the other guy on the other end of the phone, and I was like coming back from Prague to here mm-hmm. that day, and like, uh, she ended up coming out. She's like, "Oh, I was with this dude." I was like, "Yeah, I hundred percent know that." Like, she's like, "How did you know?" I'm like, "I could hear him on the other end of the phone," um, but it's like she, and then like the day I left, uh, she also like banged a dude, which is like fine, but it was like. No, not, wasting, not wasting any time. You know what I mean? Wow, like, yeah, okay. Straight into it. That's She sounds cool. <laughs> I, you know, to be honest, that kind of like fucked me. Like I'm still having like issues with leaving Europe. And like we, the last time we saw each other was on the U-Bahn on the way where I was on the, uh, going to the airport to Lisbon. Yeah. Like, like crying, like bawling, like kissing each other, telling each other how much we loved each other. And then we broke up via, she broke up with me via text like like while i'm in lisbon and she was here and i was like what the fuck uh so that fucked me up but via text i mean she's italian you know i don't know if that means anything but i don't but like that makes you feel better saying it huh (laughs) i don't know i like i like putting nationality in there i think it it gives the flavor yeah it does give a flavor to it that sounds um yeah, and breaking up via text. Like I think breaking up in any in any form is always merciful. Like it like, you know, end it if you need to end it. Not ending it is is worse, I think. Well, the thing that the what was so bizarre and why right? I don't have any like resolution around what happened is so she got uh, she was su- feeling super sick and she's getting her masters and like so they had to test like three times a week for COVID. Um, but she's like, "No, Eric I've never felt so sick in my life. And I was like, okay, Bianca. Or- oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, You know. We don't have a surname. Do you want me to, no, do you want me to edit that out? No, no. It's, it's, you know, I was like. It's a good fake name. Uh, it is a good fake name. It's a good name. fake name. I, I was like, uh, okay, maybe like, you know, stay inside, whatever, like take care of yourself. And she's like, no, I'm going dancing with my friends. And... I was like, but dude, she's like, I'm not contagious. I'm not sick. It's just because I'm, I've been overexerting my body. And I'm like, yeah, she is. even if it's even, <laughs> I'm like, even if it's not COVID, if it's whatever, like, don't be an asshole and go. And so she, yeah. went, she went out and then she got so sick the next two days that uh, she had to stay inside. Um, she was only half vaxxed and 
whatever. Um, and she was supposed to fly out 10 days later to see me. And so she had to get fully vaxxed to do that. Um, and then she went in on like the Monday to try to get vaccinated. And they're like, you have COVID. <laughs> um, and so I was upset with her. I was like, dude, I told you, like you're being kind of an asshole. And she got mad at me that I got mad at her. And that's what started the breakup. And I was like, really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been hard for me to wrap my brain around that. It sounds, uh, I feel like this person might also be the kind of person that says like, I don't like drama. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And yet, because, you know, uh, mm, that sounds like there's a lack of responsibility taking there. And, uh, yeah. But then there's always communication stuff in couples. Like you don't know unless you're in it. Yeah. I think there was like also like a pride Mm. issue there because she was a little younger. She was uh, 26. And. Okay. Yeah. I, I think like. I can come the, I, you know, I hate to say told you so kind of thing um, didn't sit well with her, but like, yeah. How hard did you push that? <laughs> I... You were just upset that you couldn't see her, no? Like, that's what it came I mean, down to. Uh, yeah, there was, that was definitely an element of it, but also just like, dude, like, I've told you time and again, like, get your second shot, like, whatever, and then, like, right up to the, li- yeah, the finish line of when she's supposed to actually make it into to see me. Because we've been talking every day and, like, everything was all good with us. But didn't you need to wait, like, um, with the vax? Uh, didn't you need to... It took, like, two weeks for it to be a valid... That's what... Yeah. I, I mean, recently I looked back on our old text messages. Um, yeah. Like a real healthy human being. And I... Um, <laughs> I it's fun. I think it's, it's, it's good that we have these. You know, we used to have letters. Now we look... Yeah. Scroll. Yeah. Um, she had said it was only, like, a two-day thing. I don't fucking know. But, yeah. Yeah, because that doesn't add up to me. Yeah, that's I said as much in the text, but no. <laughs> it's funny how people can fuck you up, huh? Like, how long were you guys seeing each other? Dude, not even that fucking long, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, l- literally from October to whatever, till end of end of March, which I know is like nothing. And half that time I wasn't even in the same country. Um, but still, like the level of, um, you know, like I think you can even just see someone for four weeks and it can really fuck with you. Yeah. Like I, I had a girl tell me once, um, also had like a intense thing with and she was engaged and with someone else. Um, and then I was like the next guy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, you get to a point in three and a half months that it takes most dudes three and a half years to get to. And I think that that's kind of true because, like, I just put it all out there and then, like, we get past a lot of the bullshit, you know? Yeah. So, like, I good. just burn through these relationships fairly quickly. That's what I do as well. Like, yeah. six weeks. Yeah. That's it. I can't. Yeah. Like, I'm able to, it seems like I'm efficient enough to be able to assess, all right, is, like, uh, is like, am I actually, like, uh, you know, pheromonally and, like, like um, is do I want to be with this person, you know? And then also the intellectual stuff, am I connected here and then is the dynamic healthy that'll i can assess that very quickly yeah like, like the the am i actually attracted to this person that's quite fast that's usually like you know but sometimes it takes six weeks to really go oh well despite how wonderful this person is on paper or how our life paths match up and 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 you know and so but you might not have this like drive to be with them right. but then you can have that drive to be with someone and all the things on paper are terrible and it's unhealthy and right like, you know 
Yeah. Do you, do you have as a, as a woman, um, I have like a very stereotypical male problem, but like, I can't, I don't know what to do about it, which is I really do get like diminishing returns on sex where like after the first few times I'm like, ah. uh, uh, and I still like love the, like, but I'd much rather just like snuggle and watch a movie uh-huh. than have sex because, uh, I'm kind of. I really like the, again, like the inappropriate stuff. And so like the first time you're having sex with a woman, you're like, I did it. Like I, I won her, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. then, and I'll stay up till God knows what hour, like to, to make that happen. Um, but it's like when like, they're like a guaranteed thing. You're like, eh, isn't sleep sound way better right now than like, fuck, like, you know, I don't know. Okay. But, that's interesting. But women will say that they the, the the more they know the guy, the better the sex gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um that's definitely my experience. The yeah the the more trust I feel and the more yeah and the more comfortable is not a sexy word, right? But mm. like the more I am, the more secure I feel with them. Although I have an instance that doesn't match that at the moment, which is new. But like usually the the, the equation is the more um. Uh, but secure can exist in different forms. Yeah, the more secure I am in the um, the mm, the mutual appreciation and uh, and feeling understood by them, the better the sex is. And so it takes a little bit, but like usually in a relationship, it takes me maybe um, takes me maybe five weeks of like regular sex in five weeks you know maybe like meeting up two or three times a week and fucking at least three times each time we meet let's say mm-hmm. um it'll still take me like five weeks before i can come right <laughs> that sucks <laughs> like. but it's okay because honestly like it, I, it you can see it as it being shitty yeah but really it's like there's something like i don't want to there's something that I, I don't feel comfortable coming with them yeah and it's, yeah. And it's like there's a vulnerability in coming and uh but it's also just getting to know each other's bodies and feeling secure in what the dynamic is right right and um and some people have been a little bit faster and like there's someone that i see who uh is not available Uh and uh and when i see them like we've only really seen each other maybe five times in a space of a year and recently the last time like i came like crazy and like that's after you know like only five meetings right which is very efficient for right and uh yeah and the security is not that i'm i've got a relationship with him but like i guess the dynamic feels secure because i know what it is and its limits but um but i've got my one of my best friends she is the same as you she she says the sex always gets worse after the first few times and it's yeah. not as interesting and it's not as um, exciting and yeah. And so she'd prefer to meet someone new. Right. I think, um, which is interesting. I think like my brain was definitely very like warped by porn and mm-hmm. like, I, you know, was of the age of like old school, like dial up internet. Like I was there like waiting a minute for like a, shot of a pussy to finish like yeah yeah but uh but i mean it was definitely part of my adolescence and you know certainly by college and uh so even when i'm with uh when i'm with a woman like it's very hard for me to be in the moment if it's not inappropriate in itself so like if Mm. i'm with a girl that i've been seeing a long time like i have to imagine that it's like 
she's moved on to some other dude and it's the night before their wedding, but we met up again and then, you know, I'm fucking her and I'm going to come inside her and then she's going to be at the altar with like my cum, cum dripping, dripping and so, yeah. Like I have to warp it, the scenario to be like something fucked up in my head. Uh, that's not so much the case on like the initial times I'm having sex. Uh, it's just that once I get comfortable with her, I'm like, eh, what's the hot part though? Like, what's yeah, the... okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> I'm not judging it, but it, it it means it's a lot of work for you. Yeah, and um, and that's uh, yeah. Have have you communicated this in relationships where you're like, can we make this fucked up somehow? Uh... Or like, how can we? Like, do you? Because like. I am really bad at communicating during sex, but like, and like dirty talk is just like everything that comes out of my mouth when I'm fucking, I'm like, it sounds like in my head, I'm like, no words, like yeah. just no words. Interesting. Um, but um, yeah, it's like there's room for jokes and like the way you might say something. And there's just too much space for, I guess it to be funny or awkward or right. whatever. Like, right. There's too much scope here. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, um, spicing it up, like, have you tried, like, do you guys do, do, do dirty talk to role play and, like, fuck around with that stuff? Uh, yeah, it depends on the, the girl. Like, this um, previous Italian person, um, like, the, the very first very first night, um, like, I peed on her. <laughs> <laughs> but see that's what i'm saying is when you set the bar so high from the get-go it's like where do you go from there can you set the scene for the golden shower because i don't i've never and it's never and i don't and i can't imagine how it naturally would i i didn't think i would be into it i had a girl that like the, she wanted it uh she complied <laughs> like she i mean like what do you mean i mean like i don't know that she was like oh you know what i really want to do tonight mm -hmm. like I want you to be on but me. But when I presented it, she was like, okay. Okay. So how did it... So... How do you get to that point? Um, Have you... Had you done it before? I did it once when I was 20 and I was dating this 19-year-old and she's the one who like brought me into like weird kinky shit. Like I was all just soft and sensual before that. And then our first date, like I left with like scratch marks all over me and hickeys and like I looked like I got the shit beat out of me. And I remember, like, the very first time I had, like, some inclination in bed where, like, I kind of wanted to, like, move my hand up towards her neck. And I told her, I was like, I feel so fucked up about that. She's like, no, I want that. Okay. And then, like, she kind of brought me into, um, true story, I've never had a dick in my ass. Um, okay. Just, I've... I, I've... <laughs> okay, context. Uh, you have a, you have lots, you have a great bit about um, uh, sucking dick. I, yeah, I used to be, like, a gay for pay sex worker, but not gay. what do you call it gay gay for pay gay for pay i like that gay yeah. for pay um but this woman the woman when i was 20 um has fucked me with a strap on uh-huh cool yeah. you're being pegged yeah um but she also wanted me to pee on her and so that was like my foray into into golden shower yeah yeah um is it is the is the enjoyment of a golden shower just because it's so like it's so well, it's kind of degrading, like to be yeah. on someone yeah. is a degradation. Yeah, I've only culturally. Was, I've only done it three times. Like it was, I, I left <laughs> it. I left it alone until uh, Southeast Asia, and Classic. then had Classic. a uh, a woman who was like, yeah, like let me lick your ass, like piss into my mouth. I want to drink your piss, like, and then like that reintroduced me to it, and I was like, this is hot, you know. 
There is something <laughs> there is something hot about that complete like degrade me stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm like I've been playing well. Yeah, playing around a little bit more with that, um, at least in my fantasies, and a little bit with some people, where yeah. it's like me, like I'm, you know, obviously like a sub, and uh, but they're to a point, like yeah, whatever, and um, and playing around with, you know, that really like tell me what to do and degrade me, like it's it's hot, it is hot, yeah, but like pain in the mouth, that's like some next level shit, yeah, 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 it's uh, there's ways to make it like not so displeasurable, like. Being well hydrated. Yeah, yeah, being well hydrated would be um, really important. Yeah, I like I, very well hydrated. I kind of say it as a joke on stage, but it's actually like legitimately true that I did not eat asparagus for like six years of my life because of the off chance that I might end up getting like a blowjob that night. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, and it's such an unpleasant smell. I yeah, I guess I don't date enough Germans, you know. Dude. <laughs> But you know, you know that that's a thing that like if you eat asparagus, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. But I, it's been a long time since I've eaten it, yeah, or lived with someone that's eaten it and and smelt their pee. Yeah, it's been quite a while since I've smelt someone else's pee. Yeah, yeah. You could, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, there's things you can do to, to. I don't know. I think I'm more. I think as I'm getting older, I'm coming into my uh, piss play uh, part of life. Great. Yeah. Great. How did you um, negotiate uh, the kind of cleanup? Because I'm pretty OCD. Oh, you got... Was it... You, did you just do it when you were in the shower? Or? Every, all three times. It was always in like a shower okay. tub situation. Great. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. I, uh, you know, the idea of just like <laughs> on the fucking floor, I'm like, oh. yeah. I did have a guy pee on my floor uh, <laughs> recently. Like intentionally? No, 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 it wasn't intentional. I, um, the best part of it, I have talked about on the podcast before, but we were fuck eyed, like, like super drunk at this concert. And then I was like, oh, I've got some pill. And so we like had a bit of a pill and then he was like, I'd like to kiss you. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I'd like to have sex with you. And I was like, let's kiss first. And I was like, okay, let's go home. And, um, and then we come home and we're way too fucked to fuck. We fall asleep. And, um, and then in the morning, like, yeah, in the morning I get up to go to the bathroom and I slip on this puddle oh and I God. like literally airborne and then <laughs> smack down. Yeah. And I'm like, why is it wet near the front door? And uh, and I look at it. I'm like, maybe someone's like poured a beer under the door. Did yeah. we bring beers home? I'm looking <laughs> for the beer bottles. I put down a towel. I like dry off. I... I go back into bed and he's like, what happened? And I was like, it was wet near the door. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then uh, then when eventually we get up, um, I was like, do you know what happened? And I was really looking for the beer bottles and he was like. Could you smell it? Yeah, it was not that bad. But yeah. like given how much we were drinking, it should have smelled worse. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, and he was like, I peed on your floor. And I was like, sorry? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I peed on your floor. I'm like, no, come on. Like you would remember. Like He's like, no, I peed on you. I'm really, I'm really embarrassed. I'm sorry. I peed on your floor. Yeah. Like yeah. he woke up and didn't like, you've seen how small my apartment is. Like he couldn't make it to the bathroom. Right. Huh? Yeah. So I've had someone, if like, if my home is a, is a symbol of myself, I have been peed on. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. And then like slid in it. <laughs> yeah. There's like some like three stooges, like 
old school physical comedy there. It was like, because I was rushing to the toilet, I really skidded, and I really was airborne and went smack down. Yeah. But like you, there was a thwack, you know? Yeah. Mm. But you now you forever have that story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to be able to make it funnier, but um, like, as in, I don't, you know, those stories where you just can't really make it a good bit. It's like, how do I make this funny? The only thing I could say was like, I have a tendency to date younger men, but like, you know, they usually toilet train. <laughs> but the fucked up thing was like, this was the most age appropriate man I'd fucked for like six months. Right. So I was like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. What's your, what's your thing with younger dudes? Ah, uh, they just—it just happens. They yeah. just—they just—they come to me, or I'm somehow drawn to them and think that they're older than they are. Yeah. So like the youngest guy that um, I guess I've ever really been with was this 24-year-old guy that I was seeing. Um, we sort of stopped seeing each other. Uh, beautiful. I think he's so attractive. I'm so physically attracted to him. Um, Israeli, like just this glowing, beautiful skin and like this hair. That's he's he's just. He's cool, but he's 24. But when I met him, I really thought he was like 29, 30. Like, yeah. and when he told me he was 24, I was like, fuck, like, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I was still doing this. But yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's just like, I'm not ever, I'm not looking for the youth. It's that it's like, it's just, it happens. Right. Do you ever have issues with like women often saying like, oh, like uh, men are so immature and so forth and. Does it not really matter for? I don't think men are so immature. Like, like everyone can be immature. Sure. And I think, uh, but you know, dating someone, or, yeah, dating. It's like there is. I think the biggest issue with um, dating someone much younger than you as a woman is that kind of um, how society uh, shapes men a bit. Still, uh, they can still, despite the age difference a younger man can still think he can tell me what to do or like, like tell me how to do things better and, um, right. and think that like their experience is comparable to mine. And it's like, we can compare it, but I have 10 years on you. Like, right. like don't tell me how to quit smoking. Right. Like I've been dealing with it for the last 10 years. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, you smoked for one year, you're 23. Like let's back up. Yeah. Like don't give me advice. Yeah. And so a bit of the issue with the younger day is just that power dynamic where they want to be the authority and they want to be the man and the kind of the, the power figure, I guess. But because I'm, you know, eight years older, that's challenged. Yeah. And that's uncomfortable for them. Yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I well, no, when I was, when I was in my young twenties, I would tend to date older women uh-huh uh and two things came out of that one i think that uh older women often would just go for it in bed like they, did, they didn't have their own like shyness and reservations yeah no um uh but also i think part of that for me was again like the inappropriate hotness of it okay and as i've gotten older that's switched to like so now me being with a 42 year old woman is like meh yeah because yeah, like yeah. i you know well you kind of you already did that age difference, and well, so now it's going the other direction. Exactly, and, and going up at once you're in your thirties is there's not any inappropriateness to it. Like it's right. it's if you're in your thirties and you date someone in their forties, people don't really go ooh, but it's if it's it's the twenties thirties thing yeah. that that's people are like ooh. Yeah, I uh, I had sex. There was 
an old an, uh, dude that was um, part of the sex worker thing that was, I'm guessing, like, in his, like, mid to late 70s. Uh-huh. Um, very gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why? Uh, he was a sex worker? All in, this was a guy that you uh, serviced. Correct. So I, I, I talk about this in stage with, like, a, I have like a longer set, but, like... Um, I learned so much from that at such a young age because I was like 20 and he was, yeah, whatever, 78 or something. 78? Something like that. Wow. I, yeah, I'm so interested. He, but he was dry humping me. Like, uh, so we're both fully naked and he's like, you know, rubbing his dick on my stomach. On your stomach. Okay. Like, fu- like yeah, like fucking me, but not with, with no penetration. Yeah. And I was just like, God, I want this to be fucking over with. And I had a thought in my head. And so, like, you know, his face is here, and I'm looking up at the ceiling. I was like, what if I pretended he was way better at this than he is? Okay. And so I just started going, like, oh, oh fuck me with your big fat cock. Uh. And, like, literally seven seconds later, he's just like, and just, and his head falls into the pillow, and mine's looking up at the ceiling, and this giant smile comes over my face, because it was in that moment that I understood why women fake orgasms. <laughs> like, it's like, just get hey, that shit it. done with. Yeah. yeah. I've never faked an orgasm. Uh, I'm very happy to just go, ah, I need a break yeah. or like, uh, yeah, or like get out of my house, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> if it's bad sex. But yeah, no, that's exactly why we want it over, like, like women who do that. Want it over. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, um, that's a graphic description of, like this old dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, Fucking uh, your stomach. <laughs> I, I, I won't do it here, but I say his name on stage because it's so perfect for everything um i'll tell you off mic or whatever but uh but also i think he's dead so you know what i mean like does it does it really matter like i'm not in the business of outing clients but yeah no no but uh you say his full name on stage his full name is perfect it's so good okay this is motivation for any listener to definitely go to an eric barry show yeah (laughs) just to hear this fucking name i um yeah, there was, um, I did this, I can't really talk about it actually. It's kind of like a deep, um, I did a sketch that's problematic. Anyway, um, when I, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Um, but basically there was a guy on the, on the, on the set who uh, is an older, like he's in his 60s and he's an attractive dude in his 60s. He's like an old Turkish guy. He's got like the nose that I like and he has vibe. And, um, and after the shoot, um, after the shoot, he asked uh, my friend for my number. My friend was like, Anna, would you want to hang out with this 60 year old dude? And I was like, I don't know, like, why would I, like, maybe, you know, he is, he looks like he's older than my stepfather. And I think that there's, there's where it becomes uncomfortable. It's like, I'm fucking my parents' generation. Right. Right? But for, and yes. But for some women, that is part of the... Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like cliche, but the whole daddy issues thing. and But like so close to the actual daddy is... Ah, that's just... You know, I don't have daddy issues like that, I guess. I... Uh, I don't know. Is there a family member that you would want to, like, that you think subconsciously? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I um, used to have, well, I still do, but there was a, yeah, a cousin who was like. Yeah, I had a cousin. 
Oh God, I just said this on my podcast. <laughs> uh, I had a cousin when I was younger that I had a crush on, right? Yeah. Um, but it's actually like similar, like the way he looks uh, was a reason for me to not continue dating someone actually. Okay. Last year I realized okay. he reminded me too much of him and I was like, ugh. I was grossed out, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mimic, like I'm not seeking um, a similar person to that cousin. No, yeah. not at all. But yeah, there was only one cousin that I was ever attracted to, but like you've got a cousin who you are looking for in people, like as in like it's a type that you... No, no, no okay. it was just like... Um, You'd fuck him. Them. I... <laughs> I uh, and it and it felt like there was a moment at which that almost happened, but like, Ooh. yeah. Um, but that's a you know a lot of people do it. Yeah, I mean, if if you believe in science, like we're all related on some level, okay. or even if you believe in the Christian Judeo God, we're all related on some level. Like, yeah, you know, like I had a boyfriend whose um, surname was the same as my mom's surname. Mm. And uh, going back, like, we were um, of the same, like, uh, Scottish um, clan. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Tartans were almost the same. We were the original Tartan, and then he was an offshoot of our Tartan, so. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think in most U.S. states, it's now legal to marry your cousin because, like, the genetic pool is so varied that the chances of you having any fucked up offspring are very minimal. It's more like brother, sister, father, son, or father, daughter, like uh, so gross. It's just I, I got deep into reading about incest uh, at one point when I yeah. was um, clubhouse uh, days, and um, and the yeah the whole dynamic of the brother and sister thing is just sickening. Like it's so, but there's a there's a there's a scientific thing around it, which is that if siblings are separated when they're really young and then they meet later as adults, there's something like chemical scientific where they and it's a, like it's a syndrome or something where they are romantically love attracted to each other right because there's something like right in the in their genetics because they're so similar that yeah. they that it's like and i think yeah yeah so they've they've done um this counters that a little bit but like they've done this study and it's been repeated over and over again it's super interesting they take 10 men uh and 10 women and they have the dudes like work out in you know, t-shirts, whatever, get all sweaty. And then they have the women smell the t-shirts and rate them. Uh, consistently, women will say that the male sweat smells bad uh, unless unless they're ovulating, in which case they still think it's bad, but just not as bad. But the one that they always rate as the least appealing is it turns out that they're actually siblings. It's, so it's 10 brothers mm. and sisters. Yeah, and so they always rate the sibling one like the... The least attractive. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah, that's good. For but that's but that's because they've been in contact with their sure, 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 sibling, sure. I guess. I think it's the the, the space and distance. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but like Time. they don't know they don't know who's who. Yeah. Know, yeah. But they, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I find the pheromonal stuff fascinating. Like, it's crazy how much uh, chemistry is based purely on that. Like, yeah. like it is that. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. There's um, they have like like, you know, oils and stuff you can buy to like try to adjust your try to create like a fake. <laughs> I might have just sampled it once or twice, but but why would you kind of do feel, that? I like, kind of feel like it works. Really? Yeah. But like, hold on. But but the thing is, you've got your own 
pheromones, right? And right. other people do. So you wouldn't want to fuck with them because you want your body to be attracted to the body that you're genetically, you know, drawn yeah, to. Yeah, in the long run. Yeah, sure. But yeah. if you're just going out for a night. <laughs> I don't think, I don't feel like women will ever fully appreciate like how fucking crazy testosterone is and like what it drives you to do and like the we I'll, have testosterone. I, I sure, sure. Yes, and when we and when we menstruate, we have more, like when we're bleeding. Yeah, and so we do understand a bit. Yeah, I guess, but yes, you have there's, much higher levels. There's, um, I used to like inter- interview a fair number of trans people, and like, um, when, oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, when it would be like male to female, they would. It, it sounds so stereotypical, but they'd be like. So male to female, they'd be like, I became less aggressive. I started crying more. My sex drive plummeted. Instead of crying more. No, really? like they're like more in touch with their emotions, more yeah. communicative. Yeah. Uh, and the opposite, the other way around, like started getting way more aggressive, like kind of shut off my emotions and just wanted to fuck all the time. Um, I think I have very high levels of testosterone. It, I mean, it sounds like you might. It sounds like you might. Like I'm hairy enough, you know what I mean? So I'm, like, I'm pretty sure my testosterone levels are healthy, you know? There's a level of aggression and just wanting to, yeah, fuck, I guess. That's yeah. a testosterone thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Sounds like you have a very healthy sex life. Yeah, it's all right. I, I get by. <laughs> um, I've committed to stop hunting, actually. Oh, um, yeah. In the last, because uh, I got sick last week and... Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to stop hunting. I deleted all the apps and I, um, I've reformed my um, perspective on love. Like, I'll still fuck, right? If, like, someone's like, hey. Um, but in terms of, like, going out and looking for it, mm-hmm. um, I'm not doing that. Yeah. What's your relationship with, like, you've talked about on stage uh, with women? Um, I have very rarely been attracted to a woman where I would pursue her sexually yeah. or romantically. I think there's been like three or four yeah. in my life really that I've been like, <gasps> and, um, but that said, like in terms of, um, yeah, I think you and I are similar, like you and I are similar in this regard, like in a sex, um, like a free sex space or like a sex party or, you know, in sex, sexual spaces, I'll fuck anything, you know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like if you're there and I'm here and we're naked and the idea is that we're fucking, then of course I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to like, I'm not going to pursue her. Right. But if she's lying next to me, I'm not going to ignore her. Right. You know, am I going to get like, you know, am I going to put on my like serviette and my tuck my serviette and my collar and get excited to eat her pussy? No, but like I will eat it. if, if you know, there's not nothing happening here and my mouth is free. Like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Is it is it motivated by like like male energy towards like a threesome, or not necessarily? Uh, what do you mean? Like like uh, is it like a dude being like, dude, we should hook up with this girl, and and then you're like, okay, I'll do it because of that, or ah, uh, I mean more, um, hmm, or like like I've instigated threesomes with yeah. couples, yeah. And they've also been more like, it's not like I'm like, fuck it, I want to fuck the two of you. But like, yeah. as in like, uh, we come together because we all want to have a threesome. Right. And, um, and in those situations, I'm not going to be the first one to be like rushing to the, to the eating her out. But I will, like, if she eats me, I'll eat her. Like, I'll, you know, like, we'll keep it balanced. Yeah. Tip for tat. Tip for tat. Exactly. And, um, and also the other spaces, like more like, yeah, like a sex, like an orgy space. That's, yeah. that's something where... 
yeah but honestly i'd prefer to do nothing and everyone to just give me yeah. their their energy and uh, that be predominantly men but women are also there and it's a it's a group activity yeah have you been with two dudes at the same time i have been with two dudes at the same yeah. time yes is that uh is that a lot of work um Oh, not uh, as in like with no other women around or no other people around, just yeah, two like dudes and me. Basically getting like tag teamed. Yeah, usually um, there's been more people there. Okay. Yeah, enough. not just two. I'm just trying to think if I've... I've No, I haven't had a, a, a pure like two dudes and me threesome. Yeah, yeah. No, it's on the list of things to do. Sure. Yeah. Also, yeah, I say the, the track... Have you... You've had sex with... Um, Oof, uh, what's the right way of saying it? A trans woman? Woman with a penis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have. And was not planning on going into that evening. Oh, that's right. You have a bit about it, no? I do. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't the plan, though. Okay. So you haven't intentionally had sex with a trans woman that has a penis? Well, I mean, at a certain point, I was making the decision, but it was I was, I was on a date that was not going well. And this is like back when Tinder was actually practical and you could meet people from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I got another match on Tinder, like while I was in the bathroom or something on this other date. And I was like, a classic Eric story. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to ditch. I'm going to bow out of this date because it wasn't going well. Yeah. And this other girl was like, yeah, let's meet. And I thought I had read the profile fully, but like at the very bottom, it was like, by the way, I'm trans. And you couldn't tell from the pictures. Um, and they showed up. And once um, she started speaking, it became very clear. Very clear. And I really didn't know what to do in that situation. Um, and we uh, couldn't go to a bar <laughs> because <laughs> um, I was I was like 27 or something, and she was 20, and in the U.S. Oh, like, yeah, 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, which is like considered Seven. much more taboo in the U.S., but yeah. like, um, yeah, where you can be like 16 at a bar here. Yeah. Um, but uh, so th there wasn't like, oh, like we're gonna go to this bar, and it was like the option was to go to my place that was two blocks away. So like we did that, and then I just got fucking hammered, and uh, was like. You just didn't want to be rude, huh? I mean, kind. there is an element, like, I think a lot of women could relate to that, where, like, sometimes it's easier just to go through with the sexual act a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think if, um, that, that, that seems horrific, you know what I mean? To just, like, go through with it. It's not that you're, like, being traumatized. Like, no. Like, it's not, no one was holding a gun to my head. But like, no, no, no. But, but it's I, easier than getting out of the situation. I, am I supposed to be sorry? I did, sorry, I didn't realize you were trans. Like, I'm out. Of, like, can you leave my house? Like, you know, like. You could find another excuse, dude. You could be sure. like, oh, my stomach is, oof, I think sure. I've got diarrhea. Sure. You know, like, well, I mean, that's all, that's right that's always, now. That's, yeah, but like. That's always um, the case. But like, I, I think. Um, yeah, so there's a certain part of me that wanted to like wade into those waters. I'm sure. Like yeah, I can't. I, guess, I don't have yeah, to like yeah. make up excuses. But I really yeah. would not have gone through with the date had I not known. And yeah. this is this is part of the joke, but it is so fucking true. Like she had a massive fucking dick. Really? Yeah. And like I'm already self conscious. Like I'm not that big. Like self conscious about size and stuff. And it is such a mind fuck to be fucking a lady with a bigger dick than yours. <laughs> So how did you, so it was anal sex? 
that's where you got to put just, it. I'm just, I'm just clarifying yeah. for any anyone that's there was confused. not, there was not, uh, she had not had like bottom surgery to yeah. like, have, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, and like because I have not, I'm not a guy who has sex with men, like it was great like literally like like as it's like slaps like slapping back and forth between <laughs> i said like holy shit this is fucking what a mind fuck um that's fascinating i love it yeah i love it yeah it's so interesting i like i dated someone who um started transitioning um yeah and i'm pretty sure she takes hormones now and we were dating and um and yeah she became she decided that she wanted to be a she and um yeah and so like you know, I could say that I have, but like, no, she hadn't transitioned at that point. Right, um, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, but uh, the what's the other thing that I could I I could be with a trans man? So a woman that has become a man. Again, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, that, that's interesting to me, I guess. But um, having a having penis surgery, like getting a penis, I would be interested to see what the penis looks like. So it's. Uh very it's often not done because it's very hard like it's, it's e- hard, right? it's easier to for lack of um finer words to create a hole yeah than, yeah yeah than to build up erectile tissue which is why most intersex people are female because uh it was easier just to remove right, the penis right, right, right. To, like the when the people did surgery without the consent of yeah. the person yes yeah. yes so yes so it's rarely done and then when it is done there, there's like a mechanic, like a, not too dissimilar to this. Okay, good. There's like literally like mechanical dope, like rods that you can put like to create an erection. Okay. Um, and so yeah, it's just not that practical. So a lot of trans men just keep their their lady bits, their their vagina. Yeah. And then I guess strap-ons the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I get like yeah. I haven't had someone. Oh, I have had some. Yeah. I was going to say with a strap-on. Have I had someone fuck me with a strap-on? No, I haven't had someone fuck me with a strap-on, I don't think. No, no. So that could be on the list. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm sure it's the same as a, or similar as a woman, because like, I've had that done, uh, as I mentioned. Um, and that's a mind fuck, too, where you're like, why, my legs are up in the air, and why are the tits swinging at me like this? Like, it's a, yeah. I think every, <laughs> every straight dude, whatever, Give it a shot once, you know, just for the perspective. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I always said I wanted to peg someone. I think the, yeah, and also for a woman to be taking that position as well, I think that's a mindfuck for us too. It's like, I yeah. am I am the one that's uh, thrust, like really thrust, like, you know, a woman can also be um, and does uh, put movement into it, but like the thrust. The, yeah. Ah, yeah. And just to fuck someone up the ass, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a man, I guess, but I think it'd be more interesting. But yeah, I don't know. The whole um, so you, you identify as bisexual or I don't. Um, I you're think straight, right? I or, and then, then I, I stopped saying that. Like yeah. I've gone through so many terms in my fucking life. Yeah. Um, I was at a play party once, a sex party, and mm-hmm. uh, I really didn't like this, but the dude like made us go around and say our orientation, um, mm. and I just felt like it was gonna be kind of like I don't know, just it made me a little uncomfortable. Um, not not even for myself, but like that he was putting that on other people. Yeah. So when it got to me, I was just like, I identify as down to party, and like that's kind of my DTP. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I 
overwhelmingly, like statistically, overwhelmingly have sex with women. Mm-hmm. Um, I jokingly say like I give myself one guy a year, and it's usually, you give yourself one guy a year. You know, it's, That's it's usually it's when it's when it's happened. It's it's usually on like Pride or something like that. Oh, and uh, yeah, I gotta you know yeah. give back to the community. Give it back, and, yeah. um, I, I, I'm an ally. Okay, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, like. Uh, it's always like when I'm super fucked up um, and it's usually in the context of there being like a, a woman there. So like there was one time that I was uh, doing. It's usually in the context of there being a woman there. Okay. Yeah. There was a time like I was the most blow I've ever done in my life and I was not a cocaine guy in my 20s. That's changed a little. Um, that has changed. Also Berlin changes that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so there were these two women who wanted to have like a threesome and we were at their place and we did like I don't know, 14 lines I'd never done. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, they were, we were hooking up and like their gay roommate was there and he's like, can I watch? I was like, sure. And then um, he's like, can I suck your dick? And I was like, why not? Like, I'm like making out with these two women while a guy's sucking my dick. And then we ended up going back to my place because I, I didn't want to go further with the dude. Uh, and that's when I discovered uh, Coke Dick, um, which I didn't realize. I mean, I'd never done so much Coke in my life, but like, furiously masturbating for like eight hours trying to get hard while there's like fucking two naked women and it's having, a bummer huh yeah yeah um coke dick yeah although yeah 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 well yeah i haven't i don't actually i haven't encountered it that much i've never really had it happen like that again but yeah. again i did so much cocaine yeah 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 That's... um i like immediately googled afterwards because i'd always heard of like whiskey dick and stuff and i googled like, is this a thing <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like it turns out it is but it's a little it's bit just, of anxiety. It's diverting there. the blood elsewhere in your body. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's also like some some drugs can, yeah, keep you hard for a bit longer. But I'd say Viagra is the only. Have you tried Viagra? Yeah. 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 We did. Um, so I'm not to keep referencing this, but we did a, a podcast. Um, I, I just loved that podcast and I had to stop it, unfortunately. But like. You had to stop because of some legal stuff, right? We got sued by a porn company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Can you still find the podcast or is it gone? Uh, I think it's gone. It was called Full Disclosure. Um, nice. But, uh, and I talked about like so openly about everything in a way that I think could come back to haunt me that I was like, eh. I think about this with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought about that today as well. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, but um, uh, we did this thing where uh, we had, it was me and three other comics and then my co-host who's fucking amazing, um, Jess, who was like this like, kind of kinky, model down for whatever girl um and so we each took a viagra at the beginning of the show Ooh. and then she went around giving us like topless uh massages nice. and like, lap dances and the goal was uh whoever gets hard last wins wins the money that we put into the <laughs> wow that is amazing it wasn't filmed was it because um, that's there's, a shame there's a little yeah there, there's some footage on like a phone somewhere that's yeah. amazing yeah that's great yeah did you win? No, nobody got hard. What? It, yeah, and so what it turns out that is must like, have been shattering she, for her. She, well, it was. It was her birthday too, <laughs> and so we decided that we gave her the money. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's when it, I like. I realized like, okay, like if if you you need to be wanting to have the erection to ah. to get it. So Viagra only works if you want to be hard. It's yeah. not going to do it. Like, it's not like in True Blood where they take vampire blood and they're just like. Poosh. Yeah. No, I think like, um, 
also just like the weirdness and the pressure of like we're with like three male friends and it's we're podcasting while we're doing it like there's a lot of anxiety going into that so i don't think it was going to be soup that's very honest yeah yeah, yeah. but i've taken it uh since and um in the u.s you can get like off-label stuff that's super cheap now and it's fucking amazing how cheap i think that uh like blue chew is like one of the brands and you can get uh two bucks a pill or something um if you get like a pack of 30 or whatever it's like a drug dealer sells them yeah uh i've never had sex knowingly oh it's just the hardest like whatever the the fullest extent of that man's erection is able to be it gets you there so Mm. yeah and for a, a very long time like how long uh well so like with cialis which is like the drug name as opposed to viagra which yeah. is yeah anyway um, I think it's Tadalafil or something. Okay. Uh, that one you take, and for 36 hours, like you're good to go whenever you want. Okay. So it's not like you're walking around with an erection, but like, ah. whereas Viagra, you have to take like four hours before. So you really have to know that, like, it's, it's happening. Ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then? And then once it, uh, four hours have passed, you're then. Uh, yeah, I don't know for exactly how long, but like, yeah, I think you can stay hard for hours on end after that. But the 36-hour one is nice because you can just take it on like a fucking Friday afternoon and you're like... <laughs> good for I'm the good. weekend. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's so interesting. That's so... Um, I had no idea that it's just like... That's so cool. Like if, when I go back to the States like and, you know, God willing, come back to Europe at some point, 100% loading up on that stuff before... Fuck yeah. You know, yeah. That's fascinating. But, you know, again, there's like... The, crazy disparity in you know pharmaceutical um research for women's stuff versus men's stuff but uh but that's very cool 36 hours good to yeah. go yeah full power yeah i want to fucking yeah i someone uh, tipped me my very first my very first solo show nay my very first um like headlining i put on it was like me as the headliner and 30 minutes someone tipped me with a viagra yeah Third? I still have it. It's probably terribly expired. But I, I yeah, if you find a nice gentleman you want to try it out with, yeah. I, I recommend it. But it's a thing. Bringing it up with a guy, not a comfortable topic. No? Oh, dude, like, could we maybe make you hotter? Like, you well, know what I mean? Like, I would, I, you can frame it around it being for his pleasure because it actually does make the sensation of the penis feel better because, like, you're fully engorged. Like, mm. all the blood's right there. Okay. So, like, I feel like I come way harder and like this is good yeah this isn't thank you Eric okay I am now gonna be able to sell it because otherwise you bring it up and you just sound like you're criticizing their their hardness or their yeah whatever yeah not that I've tried but like I've thought about it I'm like oh maybe I can bring this up and I'm like I don't know how to do this yeah like it's just gonna sound critical yeah like oh what's this oh do you know what that oh that's a it's a it's a Viagra do you know have you tried it before? Maybe. Yeah. You could always like Cosby them, you know? <laughs> you could, I've thought about that. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I was going to, I was going to, yeah, I started writing a bit about it. There was a guy I was seeing and I was like, I just want to like, like the sex was nice, but it was like, you know, when people get older, it's, it's less, it's more like an 80 percenter right, as opposed right. to a hundred. And I was like, ah, oh, I reckon if he was like fully hard, it would be like way better. Yeah. And, uh, but then I broke up with him. I've I've heard um, that like firmness, hardness is more important than 
size. I'm sure it depends on the woman, but like totally, that's um, absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I hadn't I hadn't um, articulated it for myself, but yeah. Yeah. If you're like a super hard little guy, <laughs> <laughs> you're still gonna like be doing something. You're gonna yeah. be felt, you know. Yeah. But if you're like, mm, and you're big, then it's still like, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I used to still kind of but like it's definitely when i was younger um would not go soft after i came so like in theory i could have multiple orgasms like yeah. i just keep going you know yeah, three, yeah. four times or whatever um and i'm i'm thinking it's because there's like uh, less volume that needs to be filled with the blood so like i i know dudes who have like huge dicks and yeah, they yeah. have more erection troubles absolutely um, absolutely a medium is nice yeah that's what every woman says yeah medium's good because then if they can stay hard after they come, that's also like, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's great. But uh, it's also, you know, you don't want to expect that. I definitely, again, like typical shitty male behavior, but I definitely have a thing where like when the condom comes out, I'm like, it, it like it just, it kind of. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I don't, it's not like I'm trying to make, but there's something that's just like, I think like evolutionarily or something. I'm like, no, I'm, I want to get you pregnant. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's something, isn't there? Although, yeah. Oh, man. Safe sex. Like, I really need the guy to be like, all right. Otherwise, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Let's do the condom. It's just, it's a team sport. You know, we both need to bring out the condom. Like, it it shouldn't, we need to say it. Okay. I've done, like, very frequently, this ends up happening where, we were like, yes, condom, condom on, condom good-ish. Um, yeah. And then either because of like an erection thing or like it's just super hard to come for mm-hmm. me with a condom on. Like it's like getting a massage with like a pea coat on. Yeah. You're like, I don't really, you know. Yeah. And so then they'll be like, let's just take it off. And it's like we went through the whole rigmarole for just like the show of it, like to say that we tried. <laughs> it's like right. Even recently, like it, in my experience of my life at some point, uh <laughs> You know, like I'll have sex with a condom like three times and then, you know, fall asleep and then have sex, no condom. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like yeah. we, there were three, like we were good three times yeah. and then we undo it all. Like, yeah. ah, so dumb. Fucking condoms. Okay. Let's, um, let's look to wrap this up. Do you have anything that you wanted to talk about in mind or any questions or any place you, we haven't like come to conclusion on or um i got fucking i have a crazy life so there's so much shit but like uh no i feel pretty good you feel pretty pretty good good about this pretty good do you think you're gonna get laid after this uh time will tell time i have a show so uh and uh and i can't get fucked up tonight because i cannot miss my flight you cannot miss your flight tomorrow yeah and uh sober sex what's that you know (laughs) gross (laughs) no i do really like sober sex you don't like sober sex? Uh, I, it's very, I go sober every year in the beginning of the year and like uh, for as long as I can and it immediately kills my dating life. Um, having sex with someone the first time sober yeah, is, a, I can count on like one hand like the amount of times. But like a beer. R- like you meet r- up at a bar, you have a beer and then. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's very um, honest. Yeah, so tonight, like, I don't know if a beer is on the table. but Okay, because one beer, then you're like, yeah, last night got out of hand. I I just planned to have a couple of drinks, and then it was like, yeah, it got out of hand. Yeah. Which is fun. 
but uh okay cool well maybe um you have so much uh in your luggage of um filth that um maybe in the future we do this again sure yeah, yeah, yeah that would be yeah, great yeah. um what are your uh, instagram it's uh at eric that's eric with a c and then barry barry with an a eric barry comedy perfect yeah where can we you've got your solo that are you going to be doing your solo in the states uh maybe at some point but i have nothing on the docket like uh okay. i will be a soon to be 37 year old dude living with his mom oh yeah yeah getting that getting I don't know. <laughs> sweet mama pussy i don't know <laughs> so glad you finished that for yeah. me i didn't want to say it all right, perfect. It's been super fun. Um, yeah, AF Barros as well for my Instagram. And uh, check us out in London. Yeah, that's right. Check us out in London. But yeah, maybe we see each other on Friday. Yeah. All right. So, guys, that's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Thank you so much and goodbye.